three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. everybody thank you so much for listening this is hunter here and i'm here with colin colin how are you friend i'm doing very well how are you sir i'm really good man thank you so much for asking um this was just a weekend where you know we we were gonna see tolly but you know we both got busy but this was just a weekend where it's like all right so how much is avengers gonna make like yeah second weekend it's like none of these movies like like, I love Charlie Staring, but Tully coming out this week. I'm like, so nothing's being Avengers until Deadpool comes out. And um, in what, I think it's 10 days, 10 days in the theaters, it has already, Avengers uh, Infinity War has made a billion dollars already. So wow. Disney, Disney is just laughing their asses off. They're so happy. Like, That's this, insane. So... So it's gonna it's gonna class back uh, 112.5 million dollars the second weekend, which is insane. That's still over 100 mil. You know? Oh my gosh! So, um, fun fact, because it just makes me laugh. Um, Avengers: Infinity War has already made more in two weeks domestically than Justice League did in its entire run. <laughs> oh man, you would bring that up. Oh dude, I have to because Oh I'll my do... gosh. DC fans love you. I know. Hey, make better movies. <laughs> but, but but oh man, I laughed so hard at that. It's like <laughs> I, I actually saw that stat and I was like, oh man, I bet Hunter's gonna bring this up or he's just eating it up and loving it. Oh. Or probably both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably both. So you're welcome. <laughs> But we're talking about a movie I, we were going to review like a month ago, and we just all got so slammed. But we're talking about Isle of Dogs from this uh, new up-and-coming director, uh, Wes Anderson, who's done... <laughs> yeah, I think he's got a real future ahead of him. Yeah, right? Uh, he's done a couple movies that me and you both love, like Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox, yeah. uh, uh, Life Aquatic. Uh, love Grand, it. Grand Budapest, I think, was your favorite movie of... Was 2016 when it came out? I want to say I- I love Grand Budapest. Yeah, I, I, one of my favorite movies, probably of all time. Yeah, it, it's a great movie. Um, so I will say this one. Um, this is a very weird movie, and, and I'll be honest. I might have been too high going in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you know what? That makes sense because it's very like heavily Japanese influenced, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's almost, it's almost like a. It's not quite an anime, but it's like. A couple, it's a few characters that's away from yeah. being one. <coughs> it's it, it's it's like it weighs heavy in the Japanese culture for sure. So 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 tell me about your experience in going and seeing this. Like what what like this, this sounds interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. So um, so uh, me so me and uh, me and Alea, a humble brag. Uh, we went to go, we went to go. See oh, you this. mean your girlfriend? You like my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> We went to go see this at like at ten o'clock, right? And yeah, and we almost went and saw Infinity War again, but I just I emotionally just can't handle the ending of that movie right now. But um, so we go to the theater. We see it starts at like ten ten. I want to say a.m. Uh, right? Yeah, a.m. Correct. Um, yeah. th- there was not another fucking soul in that theater. We were the only ones there. Uh-huh. Um, I know this has been out for three 
I think like three weeks, but I was expecting at least one other person there, but nope, no one else. I was like, oh, okay, so, um, you know, what are you going to do? But um, just having a movie about talking dogs, and there's so much of the dialogue that's <laughs> not that's not given to you in English. Like, yeah. they, just say, they just say it in Japanese, so it's kind of up to you to connect the dots. And I kind of right. went, well... All right, I don't love that, and I, I think <laughs> I think I would be less upset if at times in the movie they would show like the like the Japanese like characters and then have the English there in parentheses. I'm like, you couldn't do fucking subtitles for the, <laughs> the Japanese yeah. that they're speaking. Like that just can I can me. I can I interject? Oh right please, there, if I may. So what I thought that I and this is my interpretation of like why they were doing that. I thought it was cool because. The whole, the whole idea was like, we're going to make, you know, the dogs, they're all speaking English that we can understand, and then their masters, like, well, just put them in Japan, and you can't understand them just like, you know, like a dog, dog doesn't understand a human, right? So the dog's trying to, like, understand what the human's talking about, and they're just picking up on subtle cues. That's why I thought it was at least a little bit interesting that they chose not to do the subtitles. What do you th- what do you think about that? Wow, I, I gotta admit that just made me kind of take a step back and go, wow, that actually makes a lot of fucking sense, and I'm kind of and I'm very impressed with you right now. <laughs> like, like goddamn, that's why, you, uh, fuck. Okay, that kind of actually makes me bump my grade a little bit. But, <laughs> so that that's what I was thinking at least when I was watching it. That's why I thought it was. And okay, um, so so to get off that point though. What like what did you think about the cast of this? Before we get into the plot, we'll get into the plot, but like. Man, this cast. How about all these voice actors, right? So, so the cast of dogs was just kind of, it was kind of insane the amount of people they had. They got Scarlett Johansson, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Brian uh-huh. Cranston, yeah, Tilda Swinton, Jeff fucking Goldblum. I, I was like, wow. Uh, Lee Schreiber, um, Francis McDormand, fresh off an Oscar, uh, Courtney B. Vance. Uh, it, it's a lot of people. It's crazy. Um, and, and what I will say, too, is I was happy that they actually gave, you know, Japanese uh, actors in there and actresses in there, you know. Like, they didn't do the whole, like, we'll have someone American try to do a Japanese accent. Like, they actually had Japanese, you know, actors and actresses in the movie, in prominent roles, um, which I thought, okay, that's good, you know. Don't want to don't wanna Doctor Strange to people. But, <laughs> but, but ha, ancient one joke. But, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love you. it. Dude, I'm so about the Avengers right now. I can't even t- talk to you. Like, we can't even go on that tangent right now. Yeah, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll go off on that at the end. But, but so I so I will just be honest. Um, I, I, I think Alea kind of put it perfectly when she said it took a little while to get going, but I really enjoyed it at about the 45-minute mark. Because that's about what it took for me. It was like the first half of the movie, I was kind of like, okay, this is kind of setting up a lot of stuff, um, and, and kind of catching you up on where the world is right yeah, now. for sure. And, and in the last 45 minutes is the execution of what's set up. And I think once it executes, it kind of reminds me of a animated version of The Post. Like, like Okay, if, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Like, it, just in the way that it really does set a lot up, and I was kind of like, right. all right, movie, come on. Well, because, this. like, the ending references back to the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. So when it, it when it wrapped up, I went, oh, okay, that's that's a callback. That all right, fair enough. So 
I really enjoyed the journey of it, but I, I would tell people, I, I found that Fantastic Mr. <laughs> Fox was a little quicker for me. Yeah. And I was, and I was really engaged within like the first 10 minutes. For this sure. This took a little while, but I think that people were still going to enjoy this. So, um, yeah, kind of your thoughts on that. What, what, um, I have to say the, I mean, the stop motion animation in this movie is so good. So good. Um, I mean, it's gorgeous. And like, that's one of the main things it it, it starts out. And you know what I thought was interesting? It starts out and it says prologue, right? Doesn't it say prologue and it starts, which, which like a prologue is like the end of a story. So it was interesting that they started out with a prologue and then they talked about like how the kid like chopped off the head of the like bit like the you know the main villain and like all was restored like order was restored to the land or whatever and then like at the end that was like essentially metaphorically what happened and I was like that was kind of cool but uh, I like that they like Wes Anderson is so weird and quirky and he breaks up his acts into like this movie had four <laughs> like he had four acts where he yeah. actually like he narrates it like he's like okay this is the start of a new chapter like here's chapter one and then like it's the little pilot and the little pilot crashes onto the dog island and everyone wants to know what's the meaning of this you know little pilot and then the next one is like the journey forward and i don't know there's something about the style that he does that like really just like gets me and like makes me feel like i'm not just watching a movie i feel like i'm like reading a book or something you know what i mean like it's so the 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 attention to detail and all the little things and the stop motion man like they're constantly sneezing because they have the dog flu which is hilarious oh my god it's 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 sad but it's like the cutest it's so adorable it's so adorable and like honestly every time they sneeze it's so natural you like notice it but it's also like a throwaway thing because it's never like the person that's talking it's like someone in the background will sneeze but it's constantly through that the whole thing like the attention to detail to do that through the whole thing and it seems so real like the stop motion is so good when they do it and i'm like oh they all have the dog flu like it just keeps reminding you i was like man that's like brilliant film making right there i mean like is it that type of stuff that just really impresses me? What What do you think about that stuff? So, so I will say that the animation on this is just it's top notch. It it reminded me so much of uh, of uh, Cubo and Two Strings. Just yeah, oh I for just, sure, such a good movie. Yeah, where I just sat back and I had this marvel at just the animation. It was like, oh my god, even if this this movie was good already. This animation just elevates it. it it's the way the dogs move. Um, um. I guess the main dog, when he's talking to the to the boy, there's a point Chief. where he goes, Thank you, yeah. Um, yeah. Voiced by go- Brian Cranston, who does a great job. He really does, where he goes, um, the boy goes, fetch. He's like, I like I don't fetch. Fetch. <laughs> and he's like, I don't fetch. And like yeah. they keep they keep cutting back and forth between the two of them. And then um he goes well, all right, I'm gonna fetch this, but not because you want me to. It's because I have the I have the ability to make this in for myself or something. My effect and it just run across. And I just went, wow, the animation, just the way the sky even moves. There's a point where, um, sorry, what's Brian Cranston's character? Um, the dog. Chief, yeah, Chief, Chief, Chief. Chief yeah, Chief he's he's like co- he's like colored black. He has like black fur at the start, and then he gets a, a shampoo, and then all of a sudden he's like white. 
Like the same spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the astronaut, the boy, spot and chief end up falling like into the into those, like the water and just the way the water moves with the animation. I went, oh my god, that's so fucking beautiful. Um, they just they really nailed the style of this, and I think even if the movie wasn't good plot wise the animation would have kept me engaged because I was just sitting there looking at it going, oh my gosh, like even time, uh, every time like a, a, a cloud comes by, there's, they show this owl a couple times. I went, oh my God, this just all looks so, you know, so beautiful. But, um, so yeah, dude, you want to kind of get into the plot of, of this? Because I will say, um, and this is why I say I might've been too high because <laughs> the plot kind of got deeper in. I was like, all right, okay, okay, that's from that, okay, and that's from that, okay, I, I, I think I'm caught up movie, but it, it got a little, it got a little tangled for me, I will say. Yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of delve into it as simply as I can with, like, trying to include as much of the details that I can, if that makes sense. We have all in, but, spoilers, uh, by the way, spoilers. Yeah, so, so this is taking place in the fictional city of Megasaki, which is basically like Nagasaki, Japan. But it's Megasaki, and um, basically what's happened is that there's this new dog flu and snout fever that has overran the dog population, and the mayor of Megasaki, Kobayashi, he wants to banish all the dogs to Trash Island, which eventually <laughs> becomes the Isle of Dogs. Um, his son, on the other hand, is very much opposed to this motion, and his dog ends up, you come to find out, is the first dog banished um, over to the island. But um, the real plot of the movie is on Dog Island. So that's like the background. And then once you get to the Isle of Dogs, um, you find the little pilot, which is the name of the first chapter. And that's the son of Kobayashi, whose dog was the first dog to be banished to Isle of, the Isle of Dogs. He comes looking for his lost dog, and when he crashes on the island, five dogs then come and try to assist him in making his way. And this is where, like, I go back to, like, the, the first point where I thought it was cool that they didn't have a lot of subtitles, was that just like if this movie was a dog was washed up on an island and there was five humans being like, oh, this dog came here for some reason, we can't understand the dog, he just keeps barking... Like, but, you know, maybe, like, we can pick up on clues of what he wants. Like, we'll help him figure out what he wants. Instead, this was, like, five dogs on an island all speaking English, and there was one kid that spoke, spoke Japan, and no one understood him, even the audience. I thought that yeah. was brilliant. No, I told... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, go, go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So, so I just want to say, uh, I, I don't know who voices the kid, and... It's weird. IMDb is like showing who's in the cast, but not giving me like the cast list. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it says his name is Koyu Rankin, and he's basically just um, only done Japanese stuff before. I thought he was awesome in this. Yeah, I thought he did such a good job because you know, I, I and I think a lot of people will come up saying, "Oh, Cranston," you know, and of course we love Brian Cranston, but you know, it takes two to tango in this case, and he brought so much to the role of that of that kid who just is confused at first but then you feel like him getting like really getting upset about how these dogs are being treated and yeah 
you, you know, and you can definitely draw parallels to, you know, <laughs> to, to times that we've told people, hey, go over here, you know, <laughs> or, or this, has, uh, this has like so many political yes, like, it does. parallels too, like especially with like governments that have overthrown like the authority like throughout the history of like America, like the like the big one that happened in like uh, I don't know where it was. <laughs> I probably should know. It's like Turkey or something. Wakanda. But, that's where I'm not. Right. Yeah, Wakanda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Perfect. <laughs> but but do you know what I mean? Didn't you sense that there was like a lot of political parallels, even if it wasn't like matched up to an exact event? It's like you. It's like this. This is like a lot of parallels to real life. Oh, dude, you could connect this just as simply to you know like like, urban cities and how people, like, races are segregated. I mean, you can make that connection really easily. Yeah. Um, it's I a mean, very, it's a very, like, common, it's a very common, like, s- like, set of circumstances where, like, there's, like, a group of people that feel oppressed or, like, there's a political power, someone in charge that's, you know, um, instilling their will unethically and people are fighting for justice. Like, that's something you can always get behind, right? Oh, absolutely, and I and I and what I found awesome about the movie is I never it never felt preachy, you know. No, what I mean? no, because it was all made up. It was all it like it was made up enough that it was like you could draw parallels, but you could never like uh, like attribute it to one actual cause. Well know? said. Yeah, you. God, you're on fire tonight. Uh, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, does that make sense? Was that? No, yeah. that totally does, and and that's like I that's spot on. That's why I'm saying you're on fire tonight because, <laughs> yeah, the movie really I it's there to say hey you're we're here to entertain you. Here's this great story about adorable dogs. Or if you want to dig deeper, you know, and write an essay on this, which you could write an essay on this movie. Oh and, yeah, well, I mean that's that's Wes Anderson right there. Wes Anderson always has like all these hidden meanings that like he won't say, but he's just like yeah yeah you go ahead and argue it in like in groups. <laughs> Like, exactly. So, I mean, if you wanted to go ahead and break this down, and the movie's only, what, 95 minutes? I'm sorry? Uh, yeah, I think it was like an hour 45 I saw, yeah. Yeah. So, um, a, a little more, yeah, like 105, 100, something yeah, like that. Yeah, this, is, this was shorter than I Am Pretty, and, it did, and I wanted more of this, I'm like, I feel pretty. But, <laughs> uh, nice. but, but this movie does a really great job of just really establishing, you know, the characters I thought... Um, I think what I found really kind of disturbing, um, but in a funny way, is the the mayor uh, of the town. Kobayashi, he, yeah. Dude, he just goes fucking, like, he basically turns into, like... He's awful. Uh, he's terrible. He's like, such oh. an evil person. And then his, like, henchman, the fucking, like, lurch-looking motherfucker next to him, right? The whole time? Like, he, looks like an, he looked like an evil butler. That's all I kept thinking. <laughs> But, well, that's why I called him Lurch, because he was the butler from uh, the, wow, I told, the I told Munsters, I think. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think you're right, actually. God, I'm not that old call, and I don't get that reference. But, okay, but <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really good. Well done. But, God, on fire again, call, call. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so... I um to get back to the plot there's also this other storyline that's going on at the same time where there's this exchange student who's like a female with this blonde afro and which she, was awesome <laughs> yeah yeah it was awesome and she's from like America so she's the only American like character in the whole like um story uh, and she's like there as an exchange student and she's like helping uh, fight this cause because it turns out she actually has like a crush on the on the boy 
that went to like fight for her his dog because you know she's so passionate about dogs too i thought that was kind of a sweet like young kid like romance type of like uh storyline going on you know what i mean no, I did too. Like very, like very innocent, just like you know, two kids fighting for what's right and they, having, you know, admiration for one another type of thing. It's cool. No, I thought that was actually really sweet because I, I so honestly, it feels like I've seen stuff so recently where kids are just shitty to each other. <laughs> it's nice that um, they showed a trailer for uh, this movie called Eighth Grade that we'll have to talk about at some point, but. It was just nice to see kids not at each other's throats. Like, oh, hey, you seem cool. Oh, you seem cool too. And like, yeah. coming together for a common cause. Um, and one and one of the one of the kids, um, one of like the Japanese kids that's in the class with the uh, girl from Ohio, who uh, who who's, who voices her? It's some someone. <coughs> um, I thought we knew. Anyway, um, what what whatever it is, it's a. Uh, Oh, is it? It's Greta Gerwig. I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that. No, I think you're right. Actually. Who is? Uh, she's from like. Um. Ladybird. She. She's. She's a character in Ladybird. Anyway. Sorry, I got off topic. But oh, you're all good. Um. I thought it was. I thought that whole storyline was cool. Like, how she was, like, fighting, like, for justice. Like, you know, she, it, it kind of became, like, this political thriller where she was, like, uncovering all the all the truths about the matter that Kobayashi had been covering up, you know, that there actually was a, uh, you know, a, a serum to, to solve the dog flu and and the... And he he poisoned the scientist that that got it, and she was the one that uncovered it in a bar with like the, the assistant of the guy that was poisoned. She's like shaking her, and she's like, she's like, <laughs> like get a hold of yourself, like, and she get she gets the serum and she uncovers the conspiracy. I was like, all that I was like, that was so like you didn't even have to go that far in this plot to make it that deep, but like I love that he just like made it this political thriller on the side. I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> no, I I got a lot of humor out of that. I mean, and it's really cool to see, you know, something portrayed in a movie that's happening in the white house right now i mean you can make a little sub you know, <laughs> yeah little, little sub outs you know so sub and serum for porn star and you pretty much have the same thing that's happening right yeah. right now but yeah um, connect your own dots yeah exactly yeah not talking about anyone anything in particular but uh i i do agree with you though i i was actually kind of surprised not pleasantly so because you see something like fantastic mr fox and you see that's animation you kind of go oh it's gonna be maybe dumbed down a little bit but then you remember oh yeah it's Wes Anderson and he just doesn't do that and so the I think the plot line went way deeper uh than I actually thought it was going to I think you put hit the nail on the head there but I appreciated that it went that deep and honestly when you find out like just how they were covering up the serums and everything and how um it's very um it's very Vietnam War esque. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's like when you compared it to the post. I was like, I think that's like a, a very like reasonable comparison. Like the post is very similar to this. It takes a while to get going, and then like you see all of the corruption and the conspiracy and everything that's being uncovered at the end. And I'm like, oh, this is actually a pretty great story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all things considered, and I and I do like. I really enjoyed the way it ended too. 
that was something I was like, okay, that 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 makes me, I, I'm very satisfied with this. Um, I also thought that uh, the interplay uh, between all the dogs on the island, on a trash island, which is so goddamn funny. There's a, one of the opening scenes is this pack of the, the main characters going against these kind of generic dogs. And a bag just randomly drops down. It's like okay, it's like okay. Well, we've got like orange slices, like uh, old roast beef with maggots in it. Da, da, da. Like before we fight each other, let's see if this is worth it. It's like oh, it's worth it. And then you see like the 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 old school like cartoon dust cloud. We're all fighting each other, which just makes me laugh because I, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for some of that old stuff. But I agree. Um, I like that too. Yeah. So I mean, that stuff just made me laugh. Um, kind of getting to my final thoughts here. I. I think I need to see this again. Uh, honestly, um, I really enjoyed it once it got going. Um, I don't know if this will enter Fantastic Mr. Fox category, uh, territory for me because I, I fucking love that movie. But this is just such a... It, it's Wes Anderson again hitting, which he just seems to not really be able to miss. Um, I don't say this often, but I reserve the right to change my grade on this. I'm going to give it a B plus, um, just because I think I need to see it again at home to see if it's going to enter a territory for me. So I'm going to give it a B plus right now. I think, I think that's fair. And I think that's very reasonable that like you reserve the right to raise it later. I, I think, I think that's fair. I, <laughs> I, um, I will say that uh, I really, really like this. Um, but when you have a director like Wes Anderson, like when a movie comes out, you just like compare it to everything else he's done. Yeah. Um, and I really like this. Uh, but it's it's not as good as Grand Budapest Hotel, in my opinion, because Grand Budapest Hotel is like one of my favorite movies of all time. But it's, like, up there with, like, pretty much everything else. It's better than Moonlight Kingdom, I think. It's, it, and it's just different than everything else. It's like, the fact that it's got this gorgeous animation. Like, just sitting there watching it, like, honestly, is just a treat. Like, to see how much effort they put in. Like, when it really, like, the, the movie starts. Do you remember, like, the, the, like, when they had the drummers started to play the intro? Like, the drum beat? Oh, I love that stuff. And, like, the animation is so good. Like, they're on beat the whole time. And I'm like, man, they must have put so much effort in to make all these guys, like, hit to the beat at the same time so fluidly. And, I mean, the the drum, like, whole routine is awesome. Anyway, uh, I, th- I thought it was a great movie. Um, it's, it's not the best thing he's ever done. It is at a point where it may break the top ten for me this year, I think. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I can't give it more than an A. I think it's a solid A, but like, um, I, I agree. At, at times, I was I was feeling like uh, it needed to get itself going a little bit more. So I, I would I would give it a, I would give it a solid A. But I, I loved what Wes Anderson does here, and uh, honestly, like everything he does is still like so much better than so many other directors whenever they try and do anything. <laughs> so that, kudos, that's true. He, he's he's his own worst. Like you know. He set the bar for himself, so he's only being measured against himself at this point, in my opinion. No, I think that's I think that's totally fair. Um, yeah, so that, I, yeah, I felt like I was sitting here. I'm like, I think Colin's gonna go with A. I don't think he's gonna go fan fucking fantastic. And now it was it was, you, it was close, but no, yeah, like you said, no. 
I mean, do you think this will be something that, like, when we do our best of list, that you might rewatch and go, like, eh, maybe it's an A plus, or do you, are you feeling pretty confident in your A? No, I might rewatch it. No, so that's the thing about Wes Anderson movies is that he puts so much effort into like the story that I do think, like, just like you said, you would raise your grade. I may raise my grade too. Like, I may watch it again at home already knowing like how the story basically plays out and then just looking for like little things to fill in the story that I originally saw and I'll probably pick up so much more. That's fair. And I I think it could totally get better. Yeah, totally could. All right, fair enough. Um, Guys, let us know what you thought of, uh, of, uh, I'm so grand Budapest. Uh, We should review that though. (laughs) Let us know what you thought of Isle of Dogs. Uh, uh, follow us here on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, and Google Music at The Real Pineapple. You can follow our buddy Scott. Scott, good luck on finals, buddy. We miss you at Near Love Moves you, first. Scott. Yeah, love you, love you, buddy. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple, and you can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm actually out of town this weekend, so we won't have anything until. The 18th that weekend. Uh, but hey, we'll have a review for Deadpool 2 that weekend. So, yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.